Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special edition of the Morning After Podcast with Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews live. It's live, but it's also pre-recorded. It's weird. On location. On location. On location. Um, At, on the road. Again. Again. I just can't wait to drink more wine. On the road again. Of course, don't drink and drive. Right. Right. Sail away wine is where we're at. Yay! Oh, it's See, it's very kind of, okay, well, let's paint the picture, though. Yeah. So we are we are in Sail Away Wine, which, you by the way, this is. talk a little place, louder than that. We can talk a little louder. Well, I don't know. I'm just talking. But this place is really, really cute. And the way it works is there are all of these wines along the walls. And then you get a card. And you sort of just, as you choose, you go up and you swipe your card. And then you can choose a different size pour. Mm-hmm. And I like that some of the pours are, I don't know what the, the measurement is, but very tiny. So that if you want to just, if you're not sure, you know, you don't want to waste. Right. You can just try. You can try a bunch of different things. Right. It's called sail away, but maybe they mm-hmm. should call it sample away. Yeah. For seriously. Because you just sample all the wine. I feel like sail is a little fancier. Sample it just is. sounds like um a, like a sale. It, right. Like a dollar store. Exactly. <laughs> we do see some of our listeners here. We appreciate that. Yes. I see. I see Brian over there who provides the can't match my. Mm-hmm. He says he's going to come over later and actually give me. He says he's coming up with fresh can't match my questions and we're going to do like just like this bonus exclusively on the podcast round yep before we leave today it's all good desi and jaime who are very loyal listeners are here and we appreciate them being here pausing on desi and jaime for just a moment um i don't know if you have had the chance to really talk deeply with them at all but she is a military gal has Mm -hmm. all these military stories he used to clean up crime scenes so you know that i could sit and talk to him for a at length. So I want you to remember that this podcast is about wine, not about crime, Jenny. I know. But what I was going to let you know <laughs> is that I might have invited them to join us for a future podcast. <laughs> but I've had some wine, so, right. you know, anything right. goes. Now, I know I'm learning more about wine every day. You are very uneducated because it's not other than sparkling. It's not really you haven't found one for you yet. It's all new to me. Which all is why new to me. I'm so excited to welcome our special guest to the podcast today. Her name is Katie, and Katie is the sommelier here at Sail Away Wine. Yes, hello, yes, Katie. Hello, Katie. Shall we call you Catherine? <laughs> uh, if you'd like, most know me as Katie or Katie Mac. Okay, I like that she's Katie Mac gives her a little a little more our pace. Is, your, is that like based off the last name? Is your last, like... My maiden name, but oh, okay. I actually it. Nice. I like it. Katie Mac, I love it. I love it. Um, so yeah, I I am so new to wine, uh, and, and in fact, it's we were just talking about this that I think the older I've gotten, my taste buds have actually changed because I started drinking coffee a few months ago, and coffee is something I tried to like for years and just couldn't get into it, and now all of a sudden I like that. Now I'm starting to acquire a taste for wine. I mean, so I do I do think that your taste buds change at right. some point in life, but wine seems like. A world of its own and it seems very overwhelming and confusing to me but you guys seem to have a way of making it um, I guess easy to try different things without a huge commitment that was kind of the idea yeah um, so yeah sail away is less about a sail than a sailboat mm-hmm. and you're supposed to be able to travel around the world on vacation lose yourself you know not have to think about the daily grind your normal duties you know your grown-up things you have to do you're on a sailboat right and what are you going to do when you when you put into port you're going to go out and try some of the local flavor and so that's what it's all about is is self-directed cruising mm-hmm. around the world one sip at a time um, as you said there's a one ounce course option on the machine so people can just try as they go and see what they like and hopefully develop new flavors because you're absolutely right. People's 
people's palates do change as they grow. And your your reference to coffee is extremely apt. I mean, think about when you start, first start drinking coffee, you're going to put a ton of sugar and cream in it, right? Mm, because, still do. Yeah. <laughs> eventually, possibly, you might graduate to black coffee and Let then me taste even it. espresso, right? I, I'm almost there. Yeah. And it's only been a few months. I am down to one vanilla creamer in my coffee and to Mike's three. And you've been drinking it for a long time. I've been drinking coffee for like five years. But yeah, mm-hmm. I've, and I'll, I have, I can't lessen my creamer. I did get rid of sugar. It used to be cream and sugar, and now it's just cream, but I cannot not have at least three creamers in my coffee. Well, and people do the same thing with wine, too, right? Um, so you may start off drinking Strawberry Hill and Rianiti Lambrusco in the high school parking lot, as we all did in the 80s. Yes. Um, but, um, you know, then you eventually maybe develop a taste for dry reds, and then maybe you develop a taste for, like, classical dry reds, like really, really dry ones. And how does that progress? It's just a natural changing of your palate. But some people never progress to super classical dry reds. They, they find something they like. They're comfortable in that category. They want creamer in their coffee. More power to them. That's why I got invented cream. But you know what? That's what I think too. Like you do you boo. Whatever tastes good. And that's it. But the, I've always been this way with anything that I consume. Um, I want it. I want to like it. I'm not just going to drink it because everybody else is and whatever. You know what I mean? I want to exactly. like it. But mm. what I love about wine is that it just seems like there are so many different options. And I guess that for me, it's just the excitement of, of trying everything because I just have never tried <laughs> any of it. <laughs> I love how enthusiastic you are about yeah. trying to find like that next level of wine because you're on the bubbly stuff and, and that's and it's interesting because our listeners texted in and they were like Jenny you have to try a, a Moscato or right. a Riesling next which are a dessert sweeter wine and you've tried both of them and that's that's not for you mm-hmm. but you, you so your first and by the way we're totally drinking wine all throughout this podcast by the time we get 45 minutes into this conversation <laughs> look at look look, look see, I'm, who even knows what we'll be talking right, about on, by, then. Right now, by now that's alright we'll get more no but can you say because I'm never going to pronounce it correctly but what am I drinking right now? Because it is delightful. Let's go. So you normally like Prosecco, but I'm low on Prosecco, and I thought maybe something a little different. Uh, this is Cremant de Bourgogne. So this is a dry, sparkling wine from Burgundy, France. Um, it's and delicious. And it actually has less sweetness than a Prosecco. It's, Prosecco's kind of a tricky one because when you have bubbles in wine, mm-hmm. it seems less sweet than it actually is. Mm-hmm. If you ever taste Prosecco the next day and it's all flat, you'll be like, whoa, that tastes totally different because mm-hmm. the sugar is hidden by the bubbles. But this is actually a dry, sparkling wine. So you're well on your way. It's a step up. Dare yeah. I say, <laughs> dare I say, I like this better. Yeah. I really do. So what does that mean then? I like drier. You may be heading towards the, the drier side of things. Okay. Which opens up a whole new world. I mean, right. who even am I? The next step might be, I wonder if you'll ever reach a point where you 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 get rid of the bubble. Or maybe you'll like bubbles forever the same way I like three French vanilla creamers forever. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't we don't know where it's going to go. My, uh, my favorite wine story to share is, like I said, I only started drinking it five years ago. And my wife is as Italian as Italian gets. And her mother is Italian. Her, grandma, her grandmother's maiden name is Lenzini, okay? <laughs> I add it's as Italian as it gets, right? So when I first met her, I didn't like wine. And I was like, I'll try whatever you want, but I don't like wine. And she tried to get me to try the, that same Moscato, the sweeter stuff first. And I just didn't like it. And then one day, I discovered uh, the Argentinian Malbec. And if you're not a wine drinker, the Malbec is like the, like like, like the, one of the darkest, like driest reds there are. Right? It's like it's like the, most people don't start on that. But all of a sudden, one day I'm just like, ooh, I like this. And my Italian wine drinking wife is like, that's what you. <laughs> and I'm like, am I am I not allowed to like this? She's like, that's just. She's like, you're so weird. And I'm like, I don't. Do you want me to not like wine? And she's like, no, 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 no. Here, here's a bottle. Like, and now. 
it, it's evolved since then. I like a lot of the Reds now, but I just is that is that is that weird is that weird to you, uh, Katie, when you hear that 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 I start like I didn't like any of it, and then all of a sudden it's like the driest wine there is, or is that no, normal? I, I don't think that's weird at all. I think a lot of people have that aha moment where they find something that they really like that speaks to them for the first time. I mean, I was trying to figure out what wine was about. For me, it was just like an ingredient on the table because I started drinking wine when I was. Um, uh, an exchange student in Italy, mm-hmm. and they always had some wine on the table. I didn't particularly feel imp- impressions of any of the mm-hmm. wines, but it was a necessary ingredient for the food. It was like having a salt shaker on the table. Well, and that's the other thing I you think know. is knowing which ones pair best with which foods. Um, well, that seems Italian like a kind wine, of a... you just have to have food of any sort. Yeah, yeah pasta. <laughs> Doesn't matter yeah. what it is. Get a pasta. <laughs> But then when I came back and I was like, okay, I think I want to learn a little bit more about what makes these wines different from each other. Mm-hmm. And I actually had a glass of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc, and I felt like I got hit in the face with a grapefruit. And I was like, whoa, all right, now this wine has made an impression on me. Yeah. And although, you know, it's a mass-produced wine, a lot of people know it, you know, we like to try to branch out and, and do some smaller production stuff, but it made an impression and it started me on a journey where I wanted to explore, like, what makes things unique and special. And I think that's part of our food culture now in general. Like, people want to know the story. Mm-hmm. They want to know why it's cool. Mm-hmm. And so I blame the hipsters. Yeah. You're right, though. <laughs> You're right. You know why the hipster burnt his tongue, right? Mm. So he drank his coffee before it was cool. Yay! You can have. You, you can use that wherever you want. Um, all right, so we are here at Sail Away Wine. We're at, I'd say the corner of Swift and Armor is is the easiest way to describe it here in North KC. Beautiful venue. It's uh, it's got a great vibe in here, and I want to talk about some of the specific wines that to me stood out. And Katie, I want to talk first about orange wines, which you just told me about these, and they blew my mind. It's if you are like me and a red wine drinker, this is. A white wine, but for red wine drinkers, is, is what you said. And, and take me from there. Okay, so yeah, there's a couple different techniques of making wine. In the old days, let's take you back 300 years, right? Let's go. Let's say you have a farm, and you've got a bunch of different crops. You're not just going to be growing Chardonnay grapes. You're going to be growing pumpkins. You're going to be raising mules. You're going to be, you have corn, you have red grapes over there, maybe white grapes over there. you got a whole gaggle of kids to help you do all the chores. So you're going to pick the fruit when it's ripe. In this case, the white grapes are probably going to get ripe uh, sooner. You pick those, put them in a pot, smash them down, set them aside for a couple of weeks until the red ones get ripe. And then you're like, okay, now I need my pot because I've mm-hmm. only got one. So you're going to pull those out. And they've just been sitting there with their skins the whole time because you have other things to do. Mm-hmm. You're not like babying over every single one, right? Mm-hmm. So then you put the red grapes in the pot and let it do its thing. Well, meanwhile, the white juice that came out of those white wine grapes has been sitting with its skins and picking up texture and color and in the case of white wine grapes it can be anywhere from like a yellow green color to an orange color and then you may decide to put it in a clay pot and age it longer because you're going to be drinking off that all winter long. Obviously. So as it sits in the clay pot, it might pick up more color, or as it's exposed to air, it may pick up more color. And so then you have a white wine with color, and so we call that orange or amber or skin contact. So it's it's an ancient way of making white wine. Really, clear white wine only became popular in about the 50s when the, the Germans came up with stainless steel lab equipment. And everyone's like, whoa, this wine's fancy. I mean, Sean Connery had just been on James Bond talking about how Smirnoff vodka martinis were so much superior to gin martinis. That was a marketing ploy from Smirnoff. Like, they put all their eggs in that basket, and it paid off big time. People switched from gin martinis that had vermouth in them to clean 
glasses of Smirnoff. And at the same time, they wanted clear wines, too. So stainless steel um, lab equipment made that possible. And so the Italians looked at the Germans and said, oh, they've got these pretty wines. Maybe we can market our Pinot Grigio as a clear wine instead of an orange wine. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of all took off from there. But then hipsters again, they're like, well, wait a second. Wait a second. Shouldn't we go back to our roots? I mean, these guys are groovy. They're like pushing against the grain. They're like visionaries. You know, that's what we call the crazy hoots who don't want to do the thing that's actually financially going to benefit them. They want to do what connects them to their heritage. And that's why orange wine survived in a little pocket of northeastern Italy and uh, to some extent over in Georgia and then around the coast in Croatia and Slovenia. And um, then other people started seeing, okay, these things are pretty cool. Um, And now, all of a sudden, 20 years later, we've got orange wines coming from every corner of the country because they figured out this this stuff sells. There's not really specific rules on it, so we can kind of make it however we want to make it. People are liking it, starting to appear in, like... Instagram posts and people are making videos drinking orange wine while water skiing and all of a sudden it's like this huge like cultural shift and um, one of the cool things about working in Kansas City is people are thirsty for the orange wine they're thirsty for the knowledge about it and Mm -hmm. they're drinking it up so we can move a lot of it so more comes to the market. Had you ever heard of that? I'd never heard of it until tonight. My next question is I, I don't I try really hard to not sound like an idiot when I order new wines, but it can be tough because, like, whatever Jenny's drinking, you know, I get, you know, yeah, I want to sound silly. So when someone wants to try it, what do they order? They just say, "I'd like." Do you have orange wine, or, or what? What is it called? Like, is it we have Merlots and Cabernets? It, what is there a name, even a name for it yet? Yeah, most people are calling it orange wines. Okay. Um, again, yeah, it's nice and easy for yeah. us. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and, and there's a couple reasons for that. One of the reasons is that orange is kind of the same word in a lot of different languages. So people can... It works. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> works as a general catch-all yeah. category, but still there's not an official, you know, like law about it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you, you know, the cool thing about it is that there's enough of them now that you can make a separate category on a restaurant wine list. So when people are looking at your selection, there could be a section that says orange. And so that gets the conversation started. And so people will ask about it. And then if you happen to have, you know, four orange wines, you can say, well, why not try an assortment? Right. You know? get a flight. Then, then next time somebody asks, have you heard of this orange wine thing? You can say, heck yeah, man, I know all about it. Let me tell you. And that's how the gospel is spread. The gospel, the gospel spread. No, it kind of is. It is a thing, though. Do you, there, there are hundreds, literally hundreds of wines in this place. Do you have one particular favorite? Like if you, ha- if it was like the building was burning and you had to grab one, <laughs> what would it be? I mean, I'm a huge fan of orange wines. As you can tell, I get yeah. a little animated. Um, natural wines in general as a category is something that I recently embraced. But honestly, I think if I had to pull one wine off the shelf right now and run out the door, I've got actually a, an oaked Sauvignon Blanc from Santa Ynez Valley in California that was made specifically to be on this wine list at this Michelin-starred restaurant in New York for 20 years. And then finally, their their non-compete ran out, and so they were able to release it to general folk. And I just think it's fantastic. Yeah. I, I think it's So simple. that's the it's one. Roman ceremony. It's got, like, dripping with gold all over it. It's, it's incredibly... Uh, 
Yeah. Awesome. Okay. That's too cool. much. So joining us now on the pod, I want to bring in uh, Todd Nixon for the midday show. Q1 Let's go, Todd. Yep. Todd, you just brought me over. I, I, I drank my first wine of the day. Which, Katie, what was that? What was my first wine again? You had an organic uh, Cabernet Sauvignon from Argentina. So I'm from Argentina, right? And I was interested in that because when I think Argentina, I think Malbecs, which is the wine I started on. But this, I've never heard of an Argentinian cab before, so I wanted to try it. Very smooth, very easy to drink. I love it. Todd, you brought over my next wine, and I have no idea what this is. It's the same wine. <laughs> wow, you were really stepping outside the box today. All right. Like, I'm, I'm trying to, like, try new things tonight. You're like, I just brought you the same wine again. <laughs> See, but that's how I am, though. When you like something, you just stick with it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, same thing. Same thing. Liz, Thanks, Liz is here. Liz, what are you drinking? Are you drinking this also? Okay, so that must be really good. Everybody seems to be enjoying that. Here you go. I'm good. Yeah, you're, yeah. <laughs> Jenny, you're never. You're not. You know what it is? Right I there. just. I don't think red is for me. At the times I've tried it, it's just. I don't. I keep saying thick. That's not right. But like, it's just heavier or something. I don't know. What is the word? She says it's thick, but that's not right. Um, sometimes people use the word viscous. Yeah, that's not the word either because I've never heard of it. It's kind of. <laughs> it's kind of like the difference between having water or having like cream. Yes. Like the texture of it. In the your texture. Mouth. It's the texture. Yeah. yeah. And I do think there's more texture to it. No? I don't know. Viscous to me sounds like like a Honda, like the all new 2023 Honda Viscous. Viscous. <laughs> oh, I immediately I thought, of, yeah. I was thinking that could be a Wordle word, but not really because there's too many letters. Too many letters. Yeah. yeah. Do you Wordle, by the way? No? No. no. Well, we do because we're nerds. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, how long is Sail Away? been here like I had never heard of it we, mm-hmm. I, when we st- were telling our listeners that we were going to be here like I I got an email like from somebody saying like oh, oh, oh we love that place away. I love yeah. that place how long has Sail Away been uh, been here we've been officially open just over two years um, but the planning stages started back in 2020 mm-hmm. um, right in the middle of the pandemic I was going to say the year we do not speak of yeah mm-hmm. and um, you know I was home from my restaurant job we weren't open over there and um, I got a call from the owner and he said hey you know I'm interested in starting this concept. You want to come on and help me kind of like figure out what it should look like, what things it needs to have, and um, be my wine person. And I was like, I've never heard of such a thing, but yeah, I'll give it a try. Yeah. It was in planning phases for about a year, and then we um, we opened up in June of 21. That's so good. Yeah. It's and and what kind of did did you get any sort of special training to become a sommelier? Like to be. Oh yeah, it's constant Tell. I just did like six hours of studying earlier today but it's because I'm did you to, really yeah I'm trying to get another certification again I have this problem yeah but it's, <laughs> no, but it's interesting because there is so much to it I mean yeah. I, I'll be totally honest with you and we are on a country station I feel very redneck about it because I don't really understand all of the ins and outs I'm learning a lot tonight right you feel right now, like get me an Arbor Mist and call it a day? Well, she said Strawberry Hill, and I was like, Boone's Farm, let's go! <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Like like we said, you know, it's about enjoying it, and you have yeah. memories associated with that. Totally. Hopefully good ones. Here, here's the yeah. problem a with that. A lot of underage drinking with that one. Is, those are the memories. <laughs> we won't talk about that. Here, here's the problem with that, though, is you may enjoy it that night, but if you're, you know, you're drinking Boone's Farm, the next day is usually where the issue lies, because that hurts. Also the, true. That hurts the head. Sure does. I find bit. that's the sugar, you know, if you think mm-hmm. you're drinking sweet cocktails at night, too, same deal. But if you yeah. Yes. Bourbon. You're, right. you're good. <laughs> and what you're drinking now, Jenny, that's not Prosecco, is a uh, it's a less sugary but still bubbly. Is that right? Yep, yep. They can be super, you're right. super dry. Well, but this is, I'm telling you again, the taste buds. I used to like a Sprite, you know, here and there. And I can't even do that anymore because it's too sweet. I like sparkling water. Yeah. 
which is wild because it tastes like nothing. <laughs> but it's I just enjoy the fizz. You know, sometimes it just has very it's much good to have something fizzy. I'm trying to get into sparkling water. Like I, you mm-hmm. told me about that, like that Waterloo, Waterloo stuff. It's so good. And I've tried three different flavors, and I'm like, I want to love it, and I don't love it. Try but the I, strawberry. Yeah, the strawberry is really good. That's where I start with. Okay. Yeah, I honestly, there's not a flavor of that I don't like. I like them all. The blackberry lemonade is my favorite. I love that one. Like I tried it, and just it tastes like sparkling water, and it tastes to me like they're like it's trying to be flavorful, yeah, yeah. but it's not. And for me, it's like that's all the flavor I want. You know, because then I tried to drink a soda at some point after I started sparkling water, and it's too sweet. I don't know. I'm telling you. I'm going through a midlife crisis as well. We can talk about that. That could go on for hours. That comes hand in hand with the soda water addiction, I'm afraid. I can tell yeah. you Yeah. There's a lot going true. on over here. Got my Very first good. tattoo just a few months ago. You know. Nice. Yeah. A lot, lot going on. Yeah. Tramp stamp right there I on the lower. Not. No. Stop. Very good. <laughs> I did not. Do you want me to get you a different wine? Well, I mean, Todd got me this one. I feel like I have to finish it now. That's the rule. But, but I'm curious. But I want to know. I like. I want you to recommend the next one because I love. Ooh, I know what I wanted to talk to you about. You brought up the um, the South African red here with the special mm-hmm. label, and I don't want. I don't want to give away what it is. But tell us about you have a. It's pretty. By the cool. way, seventy two. Uh, hold on. The food just showed up. Look Shout at out this to the awesome food. food. Thank you. This is, look, my, like my wife makes a charcuterie board, and honey, I'm sorry, but this one puts yours to shame. Well, Can we get a picture, a picture of it? Of it. Right. Cute. They made little rosettes with the salamis, and this is called mimolette. This is a cheese that I insisted went on to the cheese board. It looks like carrots. Oh, it's a French-aged cheese. It's delicious. That's also a nice French cheese. It's um, this port is so salute. nice. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to stay away from the olives. I'm not going to lie. I'm not an olive guy. Yeah, that's okay. Are you an olive person? No, not even a little bit, but they look so pretty. You have to have them on the charcuterie. They look so pretty. <laughs> yeah, they do. They look, she's moved them away. They're um, really good with white wine. I might have some sherry with that. You know actually. what though? But see, here I am in my midlife crisis with my new taste buds. I don't know. Maybe I do like them now. I don't know. Well, there's four there's different only- kinds. Yeah. So maybe you like some, but not others. Should I just give it a try what live on the podcast? Love, what if, what if you start wearing a shirt that says, I, olive, 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 olive. Okay. If I were try going to try one, green one, this little here, Yes. and I'm just going to eat that whole thing, right? Here we go. Yeah. Just it, don't be I'm a coward. Scared. I, you should be. Do you have one? Here we go. Here we go. Two. Two. That's delightful. What? Chitty likes olives. I like olives. And, and now I'm sh- going through a midlife crisis. Try a little sip of your uh, your sparkling wine with that. It's podcast. So gotta salty. Talk. Sparkling wine is perfect with salty food. In fact, the best pairing with sparkling wine is french fries or potato chips. What is happening right now? <laughs> That's delightful. So good. I like olives. Here we go. Those purple ones are a little strong, so you may avoid those. I'm going to avoid them just because this is a new day for me. Yeah. yeah. One it's, step it's, at a time. It's very much a pickle sort of situation. Okay, see, and I can tell you now that that would not be my thing because as you, we've talked about several times, yeah. like I do not, I always like, when I order a cheeseburger, I'm like, no pickles. Hold the pickles, hold the mustard. It's just not me. So I, I, don't, okay. I don't know what's happening. Give me something else to try. I'm not... Okay. Well, I'm a while, new woman. While, well, while you're trying everything, yeah. let me ask you. I want. I want to bring back. There's. This is. First of all, 72 wines on tap here at Sail Away Wine. Because like, there's a there's a bar not far from my house. Jenny, you love the burgers there, mm-hmm. and they had a, a like a, a dis, like wine dispenser thing like that. They had like eight. So it's like, and, and I appreciated it, but it didn't last long. They've already gotten rid of it, and they're like, nah, that didn't work for us. 72 wines to choose from here. But I want you to explain this, the one from South Africa with the special label, and I'm just going to, I want you to set up the whole thing. The, the story was incredible. 
Um, it's always kind of neat when somebody walks in the door right at the right time, right? So mm-hmm. I'd been asked to uh, go on a morning news show and talk about wines to pair with barbecue. And I wasn't quite sure what I was going to do. I, I wanted some of the wines, but I wasn't sure if they were going to work. Well, the very next day, a gentleman who was visiting from Chicago walked in the door with a wine from South Africa. It was a Cabernet, and it's called Bry, and it's got a picture of a grill right on the front. And I thought to myself, well, that's kind of convenient. I could at least make a connection there. But the story got better from there. Um, So braai is South African Afrikaans um, for grill or the occasion of grilling. It's like a part of life. And they often drink wine there. They just don't make a whole lot of beer down there, I guess. Right. And so they modeled the label on an old-timey box of wooden matches. And on either side of the label is a strike plate where you can actually strike your match and light the grill. Now, it only works 65% of the time, <laughs> so I didn't do it on the morning show. Right. Um, but, um, you know, it was just a cool story to, to connect that, and it, it just came right at the right time. And, and I feel like if you let your mind be open and, and you know, let these things kind of happen, things will fall into place, and that's why it's nice to just be able to kind of just make your way around the different wines and just kind of see what falls in your lap and what new favorites that you can have. You might discover all of a sudden that you like orange wine, you know, and, right. and it could open up a whole new category. So try that if you if you come here to sail away. Uh, try, B-R-A-A-I is how it's spelled. And it's it's near the front, and it's got the picture of a grill on it. And literally think of the side of a matchbox and that rough edge where you strike the match. They have that on the side of the label of the wine bottle. It's That'd the coolest cool thing I've ever gift. seen. It's the coolest thing I've mm-hmm. ever seen. If you, yeah, if you're... We're just past Father's Day, but I I'm know, thinking but like for the, the grill Day master day. in your life, for the dad mm-hmm. or Christmas or whatever, get it. What's you pointing at, Todd? This is not the Bry. That's not. Okay, so it is a different wine. You told me. I know. Todd said he got the same one as, and I thought he got the same one. Okay, so I'm trying the Bry right now. Never mind. Here Which we go. Which is the one with the matchstick situation. Yeah. So okay. this one pairs well with barbecue, so you're, you're grilling your. Smoking that brisket for 14 hours, as all of Kansas City does. And there's some smoke on the wine, too. That's one of the flavors that, you know, we like to see on a wine that's going to pair with deep, dark, grilled meats and things like that. I am so amazed. I know you're probably like, wow, she knows nothing. (laughs) We're talking to a sommelier. She knows everything. Hold on. the The fact that the salty with the drink that I'm drinking is so delightful. Like, I can't, I didn't know, that really is a thing. <laughs> I feel like such a baby. <laughs> is it better for you as a sommelier to have somebody who's open-minded but really doesn't know a lot about wine? That's got to be better for you, right, than somebody who comes in. Like, do you ever come in, do people, are two people coming in like, well, I'm a know-it-all. Do you have snobs come in and try to out-sommelier you? <laughs> no, not She can't be out-sommelier'd. Um, I can, I can, and no. I have. Um, but it is funny because people will come in, and when they're in groups, there's usually, like, a group leader. Mm-hmm. Like, one person who is like, I'm the expert, and it's, they're teaching everybody else as they're going along. It, it could be that they just tried, they've been here before once, and they tried one of the wines. And, mm-hmm. But then they show everybody how to work the machines, then they say something about the tasting notes, and then they take them to the wine that they tried before, and then they tell them how to order. And so it's like, once people feel like, they've done the thing yeah like then it's their thing right and so then they can share it with other people yeah it's a little bit of a different setting than like a restaurant Mm -hmm. um, where I find that people who are open-minded and want to learn things are just absolutely delightful and when I can give put something in front of somebody for the first time and they like it and it opens a door for them Mm -hmm. it absolutely gives me a thrill that's why I'm in the business yeah if I have somebody who's resistant 
and I can find something that is similar to what they're asking for. And they are like, okay, I like this. And they were like a really, really hard nut to crack. Mm -hmm. Then I feel like a win. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I did it. If they absolutely refuse to learn, okay, go move back to Boulder. Then go back, yeah, totally, right? (laughs) Move back to Boulder. (laughs) You hippie. (laughs) All right, I'm trying to, uh, (laughs) yeah. What is the name of this cheese again? Mimolette. Mimolette. It looks like yeah. a little carrot chunk. Mimolette, it, lo- it looks like they like diced carrots. I'm going to be honest with you, it looks like what I feed my crickets. She's like, why do you have crickets? Because I have a bearded dragon and he eats crickets and I have to keep the crickets alive. And it looks like the stuff that I feed my crickets. But it's got to taste better than that. It's really, it's really hard. It's a very hard cheese. It's an aged cheese. So yeah, the moisture evaporates and it focuses the flavor. It's kind of drying my mouth out a little bit and I don't mind it. Well, you need wine. Wait, Sorry, hold on. Tell me about that white cheese. Which one's that? My smoky, that? Hold on, my sure. smoky wine sure. and my dry okay. cheese. My should dry I try cheese. it? I mean, we I've already tried it. an olive. We should probably try it. Let's try it. Yeah. I wonder if I should mix a little piece of. Well, I think you, you should probably try it. should. You should try it individually first, and well, then pair them together. That's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's delightful. This is my new favorite place. This is so cool. I could meet girlfriends here. This would be a great spot. Just to hey, let's catch up over a couple of drinks and have some snacks. And you can tell them. If they're red wine drinkers, you can say, girl, have I got the thing for you, even though you don't drink it. And you can, like, you can light a match on this wine. Let's go. Like, yeah. how cool would you sound? I know. And that's really my goal is the cooler I can sound. Exactly. And that's what the store is really for. Oh, I mean, delicious. you can also consider it a retail store where you're, like, on your way home. You need to pick up a bottle for a friend's house or whatever, and you're not really sure what to get. So you might try one or two things mm-hmm. and then decide on your bottle that you leave with. So we have a retail price on those. Mm-hmm. But most people just want to come and chill and show their friends what they learn mm-hmm. and talk about the notes and talk about their day, talk about life. And that's what wine is invented for. Right. I mean, we're not trying to put it in a place where people are embarrassed to order wine. Right. It's supposed to be a part of everyday life. Yeah. Yep. And so I think that's bringing it back into society is mm-hmm. is, is really helpful. This is yeah, a nice I, little place, too. There's a little um, outside seating area here yeah. as well, which I, I like. Some. I like that this isn't a winery because mm-hmm. that was kind of, I think, for some people, because I was one of them, my first impression was North KC, you can't grow grapes anywhere there, right. it's, but it's not a winery. It's, right. it's, 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 it's wines from all over the world brought in, and there is a difference because not a lot of people Because when I think of like going to a, a wine place like this, usually it's out, you know, way outside the city limits and you got to drive a little bit to get there. This is great and it brings some of the best wines in from all over the world. So, And people think North Kansas City is super far away because there's a bridge involved. Mm-hmm. It's really not that far. <laughs> no, I have to tell you, my husband is a financial advisor and his office space is down here. So we've come down here a little more often than I used to. This is a great little part of town. I, I almost feel like it's underrated. Well, now that chicken and pickle has done so well, like yep. that's kind of a landmark for North yeah. Kansas City. So people from all over the city you know, when I'm trying to describe where Sail Away Wine is, I, I'll say, uh, you know, do you know Chicken and Pickle? And they say, oh, heck oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Absolutely we do. And right so then, the Yeah, it's right down there. And so mm-hmm. this is, you know, becoming a really cool spot. We're past the, you know, dark, dreary warehouse stage. And now we're into the, you know, bohemian brewery tour, like, you know, cool stuff. You can make an afternoon of hanging out in North Kansas City stage. Mm-hmm. I'm also a person, I don't like to go places where it's hard to park. That's just me. There's a lot of parking around here. Just yeah. FYI. I got a parking right on Swift, right there in the middle. I got yeah. a great parking spot. I got a great spot, I'd too. I, like I just a- thought I'd mention that because I do think I avoid places if I'm like, oh, it's going to be a nightmare to park or, you know, you have to park in a garage mm-hmm. and walk so far. Lots of great parking right around. Yeah, this is really, I'm so glad you all invited us out. This is really neat. 
Do you think you want to try an orange wine? I'll and try test it. The yeah, limits I of your um, palate. Girl, I have had an olive. I am here for the orange wine. <laughs> All right, so my Katie's, palate is ready right. to grab a couple of samples. Okay. Katie Sommelier is going to do that. Hey, Sarah, will you come over and come say over hi, here, please? Come over Sarah. Okay. No, 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 because this whole okay. podcast has been set up. Well, here, I can move the microphone over here. Or, or, or no, just say you sit here. Matter. She's going to go do some orange wine. So, Sarah, what is your last time? Sure, it's Sarah Bean. Okay. I'm the media relations manager here at Sailway Wine, and we are so excited that you guys decided to have your first on-location podcast oh, here. We're honored so. that you asked. Here's I'm what's so cool. Excited. So let me tell you the backstory behind how Sarah and I got connected because Jenny and I were having a conversation on the air about wine and how I love it all and you hate it all, except unless it has <laughs> bubbles on it. And then I, I was I was just saying everything about it and then Sarah you reached out and you just emailed us straight up. You're like, I hey did. I heard so one, that means you listen to the show. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. We love that. We got one. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we got one. So we appreciate that you listen to the show. I was flattered that you reached out. I was like, holy cow, she listened, oh, she remembered. You. We forget what we talk about now after we talk about it. So when you're like, I heard you yeah. talking about wine, I was like, let's go. And so when you emailed me, I was genuinely flattered. I was like, Jenny, look at <laughs> yeah. this. Like, yeah. <laughs> and we That's wrote awesome. back and it was funny because this actually took a while to get together because we because you know we're all very busy people yes. right Sarah we yeah, all got I things know. to do Life is you busy. know like babies and kids and soccer practice <laughs> and such I wish it was something a little more exciting I know <laughs> no but it was very cool to hear from you and, and, and we got it set up and so how long have you been, have you been with Sail Away since the beginning no I've actually been since September okay. so oh, you're, um, oh, you're new it's to the almost game. I guess almost 10 months um, and love it I work from home and I live out nice. uh, past Olathe in Johnson County and I get to come in every once in a while when we have you know some media opportunities. Um, I have the best job. I get to tell everybody about how great this place is. Yes. Um, and we've been really fortunate in the 10 months I've been here to get a lot of media coverage. So it's That's been so wonderful. Great. And this is just the first of, of this type with a us radio too. station. We're very excited. Well, it's kind of cool for us because usually we do a podcast every week, but we're just usually, you know, in a little podcast studio and we, we've talked about wanting to take it on the road. So this was a great place to test it out <laughs> when, um, when you first reached out i was like i don't think we can do the morning show for something about a cracking yeah. a bottle at 6 a.m <laughs> didn't make laugh. a lot of sense to me that made me laugh i agreed with you i'm like it might be a little weird i mean yeah but this is this is a good monday night six o'clock we started and uh this is nice yeah this is a really cool place one that i will definitely be returning with my girlfriends i could see just hey let's meet up let's have some wine now that i drink it and, <laughs> um, wait to bring and the food here. is delicious too i know your his mom is the best my mother is I nuts. Like, be best I'm going to bring her in here, and she's going to be like, and my mom's not above going like, ooh, I'm in a fancy place. <laughs> like, I love it. It's a great place to bring friends. Yeah. My husband and I come here. Um, you know, it's I say it's great because it's interactive. So you don't just sit there and, you know, yes. talk, but you can get up and, oh and get your wine, try a new one, discuss it. It's You're up and down. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Where else can you do that? Really? You can't. And I agree with you. I like a little, you know, interactive experience. All right. Okay, so I'm about to, I'm going to try. So beho- real quick, okay, behind yeah. the scenes, Katie, who you've heard for the first half hour of this podcast, is going buck wild. She, like, just, she got up because she was tired of talking to us. I don't blame her. And she's like, she's, like, bringing all these little samples of wine to the table now and I'm like what's going on so I think we should go one at a time now how come you you gave me these pieces of paper with descriptions of the wine but I don't see descriptions on Jenny's wine um, well so, you have one of the one of your wines is the same wine so, oh okay so, so, I, the, thought, so the, I thought we start with the the lighter one this one here the, this, this one, one here okay okay um, because we all have the same thing and this is an orange wine. This is an orange wine, and this that's, is an orange that's wine. It looks, the It just looks like a white wine. Okay. Now, I just, this I just one's smelled an orange it like wine a... too. You can okay. see the color yeah. difference. Yep. Oh um, yeah. It's just you know depending on the varietal because 
Some are white with little brown spots. Some are yellowish green. Some are bright green. You know, some are almost pink. So it, the color of the skin is going to ter- determine the color of the finished wine. Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay. So, Jenny, I'm going to read this. Yes. And then we're going to cheers. Okay. And then we're going to try it. Yes. And then if you don't like it, it's okay. Just pour it in my glass and I'll drink it. Well, this is what I like, though. I like the tiny little sample because then I'm not wasting. All right, this is Breaking Bread. It's a 2022 Marmalade White Blend from Dry Creek Valley in California. Jenny, it's the perfect pairing with crumpets and spring breezes on the porch overlooking the orange grove. Mus- musket? Muscat? Muscat. Muscat with Chard and Sauve Blanc. Are you ready? Let's go. Put this right up to your microphone here. Ready? Okay, ready? Cling. All right, clink. here we go. Okay. Do you know why you're supposed to clink your glasses? Oh, that's delicious. I don't hate it. I love it. And I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Why do we clink our glasses? Hold on, Katie. Tell me. Now I'm fascinated by this. Because wine gets all of your senses except one. Your hearing. So clinking your glass, you can use all five of your senses. This almost reminds me of a, of a grapefruit. Yeah, and sort citrus of. Citrus and, exactly. and grapefruit flavors are very common on especially Sauvignon Blanc. And there's some Sauvignon Blanc in that blend. I sense the grapefruit too. Jenny, do me a favor. Hold the wine glass by the stem oh instead gosh. of by that. Okay. And Katie, you're going to be impressed here. We hold the wine glass by the stem as to not affect the temperature of oh. our colder wine. That's why the stem is there. Do you see? Right? That is exactly right. I'm learning so much. Also, today. so classy. <laughs> it also keeps your glass um, clean and shiny and fancy looking. But my husband refuses to hold his wine by the stem, so we never mix our glasses up because his is always covered with like greasy handprints. <laughs> right. So I know exactly who has more wine. <laughs> is, your, is your husband going to listen to this podcast when it comes out? I think eventually, yeah. Okay, good. Well, that's disgusting, sir. All right. Can you please hold the glass by the stem like you're supposed to? Okay, I have now had three sips. I like this. The texture is kind of like eating a grapefruit, too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that kind of tricks your brain a little bit, right? Because you're getting that extra texture mm-hmm. that's kind of like, okay, did I just eat a piece of fruit or yes. something like that? You know, with the popularity of uh, growing a, a, with seltzers right now, this kind of reminds me of a less fizzy seltzer. Like if, if someone were like a grapefruit seltzer or something, yeah, this, you're this right. would be kind of like that so if you maybe like you like the fruit taste of a seltzer but don't like all that fizz this this might be the way to go sure it also appeals to people who like like sour beers and ipas in some cases and things like that like that nice fresh fruity kick on top of uh on top of their glass light beer i want to try the next one so So before you do that you need to take a sip of water because you have to cleanse your palate cleanse that palate it's right behind put it right behind you that's that's your I like to cleanse my palate with salami. <laughs> you know what? It's not a terrible idea. <laughs> the way you can, and you can't see this, we're on a podcast, but she reached, like, as she's reaching, she's like, like, cleanse my palate, and then grab this big old hunk of salami, and just, I'm with you. Let's I always it. get bassy when I talk about salami, so. All right, Jenny. Yeah. Well, you, you need to read this one. Oh, boy. Let me put my okay, glasses on. Okay, well, that on. one goes to your wine. But first, I want to talk about hers because... Oh, we have different wines here. Yeah, when we started talking about the orange wine, I mentioned that it was just kind of hanging on in one one little corner of northeastern Italy, and that's this wine. Okay. So this is like super classic orange wine, and it's Pinot Grigio. And Pinot Grigio really wants to be almost a red wine. It's a pink grape. Yeah, because it is darker. This is nine hours of skin contact only. So usually you would... Usually you would need about two or three weeks to get color into a red wine when you're when you're fermenting on the skins. But this only takes nine hours. It already picks up that beautiful shade. That's really quick. Okay. 
So this style was hanging out in Northeast Italy. It's called Romato. That refers to the copper color of the wine. And all of a sudden, people started expressing interest in orange wine, and they were like, oh, really? We, we can sell our stuff? I mean, we've always just made it for personal consumption. And yeah. so there's a couple producers in Friuli, um, just up in the very northeast part, uh, making this traditional style of wine. So it's a great thing for Pinot Grigio drinkers to get them turned on to orange wine as well, because that's kind of the origin story. If my mom's listening, Pinot Grigio is her jam. There's yeah. always a, and she always buys the mega bottles, you know, the big old bottles. Sure. Like, I don't know if they actually call but she calls them mega bottles. So I just assume they're called mega bottles. I saw orange Pinot Grigio at Costco recently. It's, there we go. It's a thing. It's it's not going away. All right, let's see. Mm-hmm. Now, now, this is, Je- I'm not trying this one. Only Jenny is. That's delightful. It's like she understands my palate. I, explain it to us. What's 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 in your mouth right? What is well, that? It's not salami. <laughs> it's only Monday. I, w- I know. <laughs> and also, I didn't tell you we are thirteen at heart, so just know. Um, let me let me try again and just see if I can get the notes. Hey, Isn't that it, what it's it called? A, give it a swirl. Okay. And yes, notes is accurate. Awesome. Who use. am I? Okay, You're hold on. Classy. I'm probably gonna be drunk here soon. Start <laughs> with how the wine looks. What color? What color is that color? You said copper, and I would say that's yeah, exactly kind of a accurate. Copper color. It I almost. Of, so can I tell you that to me it looks peach? It doesn't taste peach. It what looks. It? I don't know what this tastes like. I like it. It's just. Um, you know what I like about everything you've given me so far? Nothing is super sweet, and I, I don't, I really don't think I love super sweet anything. That's why you don't like mosquito, Moscato and sweet Riesling. Okay, because people have said, oh, you've got to try, you'll love those, and I really don't. But Which you can understand there are many dry Rieslings, and you will need to try that. So I need the dry to make it the way I like it. Yes. Okay. What is, and do, please don't think I'm an idiot. She probably already does because I feel well, like I'm asking some basic questions We all questions have our here. strengths and our weaknesses, and you're learning, yeah, and I'm we're definitely proud learning. of you. But... What does dry mean? Like, what? There's what? actually not sugar left in the wine okay. when it's bottled. That makes sense. Okay. Okay. This color reminds me of, like, I like to think about flavors as colors also. That kind of helps me get to what I'm sensing. Now, in this case, the color reminds me of, like, the skin of an onion yeah, or, like, right. some smoked salmon right. or something. I don't think the wine tastes like that at all. No. But if I think of other things that are that color... You know, especially in a red wine or a white wine, I might start thinking about other things that it reminds me of. So, like, in, in the case of uh, the red wine over here, you've got these sort of, like, red flavors and black flavors. What other things are red and black? They might be, like, strawberries. They might be cranberries. They might be raspberries. Okay, which one? Or is it all three? They might... What, what things are black? Okay, like, ink, tar, dirt, like, really, really good potting soil, mm-hmm. right? Um, like, licorice, maybe or anise, that kind of thing. So then as your mind wanders and you can start putting colors to flavors and connecting the dots that way, that's how you build your wine lexicon. And so you just have to, you know, basically walk down the spice aisle and just open everything and taste it real quick as you're walking every time you're at the grocery store. (laughs) I just feel like I want her to hold my hand through the entire process every time I try something because I I feel like you get me. Um, You know, I do. I I think I just don't like the sweet. You sound like a cheesy... um Rom-com. You like, get me. You're like, I just want to hold your hand because I feel like you get me. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> Kate Hudson. <laughs> Listen, I'm just speaking the truth, and I do feel like I have a little better understanding of what I like because people will say, you know, what what do you like? I don't, I don't know. But but this we, is helping me. Yeah, so you might say, 
Let me try a dry Riesling. Yes. Might be yes. your next. Might be the way to go. Might be the next. Okay. So I'm going to try. Okay. Now she brought this out just for me, Jenny. Yeah. I guarantee yep, yep. we would all assume she would hate this, right? Because this is a, this is a very this is a very dry classic red wine. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you wouldn't like this. Now you brought me. I'm going to read this here. By the way, every wine you get here comes with like a little piece of paper that you can t- you can like take it off and come with you to your seat so you can read about the wine, which I, I love doing. This is a. Oh my gosh! What do you? How do you think? Um, Del Signor. Del Signor. Del Signore. You just got to put an Italian spin uh, on it. Oh, Lenzini. Think okay. Lenzini. You got to do this. Yeah, you got to do the hand thing. Forget about, <laughs> you it. about it. Have you ever seen an Italian try to talk without moving their hands? They can't do it. It's hilarious. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to try the Del Signore. It's a 2019 La Crota. Nebbiola. Oh, there, okay, there's a lot. Balanced yet very old world. This wine reminds us to La Vita Bella. And is it Live Ma- the Beautiful Life? Eat the salami. Manja, manja. Manja. Eat. You're too skinny, manja. Eat the salami. Eat the salami. That's our I had to bring this because we have salami. <laughs> In this region, Gattinara, Nebbiolo is known as Spagna. And why wouldn't it be confusing? They're Italian. All right, so this is confusing. So is this Spanish or is this Italian? This is Italian. Spagna is the name of the grape. In this region, okay. most people know it as a different name, Nebbiolo. Italian wine is extremely complicated. Um, people extremely get awesome too. turned off all the time because they just don't get it. What are these names about? A lot of names don't don't have any specific reason. Right. But you know, it's just that's that's what it's like to be Italian. My husband's also Italian. So. My hey. husband is as well. We have all the Italian <laughs> look, here. Look, the uh, look. If you need, if you want to like explore Italian, start with a Chianti, right? I mean, that's a good Chianti's sure. good with any food in front. You have to have a food with you, but you have some pasta, a glass of Chianti on the side, you're good to go. This and this is a Nebbiolo. All right, here we go. Yeah, that's dry. I love dry. If you don't like dry mm-hmm. red wines, this is not for you. If you like dry red wines, this is absolutely... The fact that I'm holding charcuterie in my other hand, some salami <laughs> and cheese right now, is... Like, if my wife were here, she would be like, get me a full pour of that and get me another tray of charcuterie all to myself. And I'd be like, yes, ma'am, right away. So this is, this is perfect. If you're a dry ever. red person... Del Signore. That's, hey, forget about it. Huh? I'm not going to forget. I'm going to remember this. Well, you can keep your little note and it's put it on the fridge at home so they yeah. can always think about it. I'll say, Katie, we've got to try this out. Well, and okay. what is great is because you, you can take those with you so that you can remember what you had for when you come back next time. Yep. That's great. And usually the wines hang out for three months or so. Well, that's Sorry. a jam. Oh, it's okay. That's we're Katie's phone. Her Katie's phone just went off right there. And you know what we're jamming to? We don't care. We I told Katie before no. we started, you don't realize how laid back this podcast is. Yeah, this podcast, is we do not goes. care. We I do whatever. Silence that. But yeah, so the wines hang out for, you know, a good two to three months. So you have a good chance of having it be here when you come back. But some of them are really limited release. So occasionally I only get to have a case and it only gets to be with us for two or three weeks. And then it's gone with the wind and they might not ever even make it again. So mm. it's kind of like a treasure hunt. Yeah. Um, every time you come, which I think is also kind of cool. That is fun. It makes it different time. every time you're here. Yeah. yeah. I can't tell you how much I appreciate all of this yeah, info. We have hogged almost an hour of your time. I, know. I almost want to apologize for it. No, but you've told me we can go all. You said you'll talk wine all but night. You know I got wine in my hand. I got salami and cheese. I'm yeah, totally, we're totally fine. She's happy. This but is what I'd be doing if we weren't talking. I feel I? like we've just scratched the surface, too. I mean, there is so much to learn and know. I admire that you keep studying it and learning more about it. That's awesome because there is a lot to learn. I'm sure every day you could find some new piece of information. 
Would it be possible to get like a little Camus sample over here? Is that possible? Absolutely. What, now, what's that? Camus, like, I just made a ridiculous ass because Camus is a little pricey. But okay. It's, it's, it's from the Napa Valley, okay. which you, you've been oh, I've to. I've been there. And it's, I um, had a Mick Ultra while it's, I was there. It's, it's very good. Okay, so when Katie comes back. <laughs> Impressive. When Katie comes back, we're going to, she's getting the wine right now and. We'll, we'll say we'll say thank you so much for her time. Because we'll, 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 then we've got some listeners here, people who for some crazy reason showed up, um, which is so cool. I love meeting people face to face. If you listen to Camp Match Mike, um, we had a listener named Brian who brings uh, who 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 brought me a whole bunch of Camp Match Mike questions, and I still think Brian was impressed by the amount of knowledge I had in Camp Match Mike. But he actually came out all the way from Atchison, and that was very cool. Katie, I cannot thank you enough for your time. You're awesome. Thank, thank you. you for spending all this time with us. Absolutely. I uh, I, I just I don't want to hog any more of your time, and we, we're going to talk to some of our listeners as well and, and say hi to them and do all that. And I but uh, but I, I'm just God yeah, dang it, grateful. I'm grateful for you. Thanks for having me. Can I make one final comment you about sure the can. wine you're about to drink? The Camus, let's go. So it's by the Camus folks, but yep. they have a lot of different wines they make. So this is not typical Camus Cab. They sell that at Costco. Go down there if you want a good good deal. Right. Um, but this is a special project called Transit, and it's actually got a big ship on the front, so it goes great with our brand. Um, nice. And so they started a project where they're actually bringing grapes in from other countries and also using their grapes and making the wine on site in California. And so it's like a collaboration effort. So in this case, it's Shiraz grapes from um, Australia. They're putting them on a boat, shipping them to California, mixing it with their Cabernet and then creating transit. Number one, this is the first one of the, the project. It's got a big boat on the front. Um, they have you. another They have another one called um, Red Schooner that's a Malbec Argentinian uh, Cabernet blend. So look for that one, too. Is They're, it powerful? Think, he sniffed it, and he's like, yeah, this, in a moment. That smell is intense. That's intense. That's the, that's the biggest wine you're gonna, in the room. Yeah, you're, so Jenny, you're, yeah, no, smell it, but, like, it's, prepare yourself. It's a lot, Whoa. <laughs> See if Whoa. you can find any of those black flavors I was talking about earlier. Okay, ready? We gotta try this quick. Thank you guys so much for having Thank me. Thank you so oh so gosh, much. Katie, Ka- Katie Mac, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Katie Mac. Katie Mac. She's Let's the best. Go. Let's go, Katie. Go, Katie Mac. I would appreciate you, Katie. <laughs> Well, so many people clap. That's hilarious. Good for us. All right, Brian, step up to the mic. While we get Brian all situated in the microphone, I'm going to try this. This Camus first ever Australian California collaboration. Oh, everyone got very quiet. They're waiting to see your reaction. Well, with the red, you got to give it time. You got to taste it, let it sit in your mouth for a little while, and then let it go down. That's what she said. I know! Have some more salami. Yeah, now the wine's kicked in. Yeah. Start up only an hour and let's start the podcast. Okay. I don't know how to describe it. You would hate it. Oh, you would hate it so much. <laughs> I hate the smell of it. But red wine fans should try this. This is like, it's, it's no, it's not sweet at all. It's soup. It's like, it's, there's so many flavors that kind of bombards you, but it's smooth. If that makes sense. Like it doesn't burn on the way down. That's what she said. Here we go. All right. We got to stop drinking wine. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Joining us next on the podcast, live from Sailor Way Wines, is Brian Sixberry, if I remember correctly. Very good. Brian, you uh, have impressed us wildly with your questions, your vast array of knowledge. Um, And and I love the fact that you're trying to help me stump Mike, because we're all rooting against him, let's be honest. Why is that? Do I bring it on myself? Yes, you do. Okay. I actually disagree. I sometimes like to see what all you know and what all you don't know. So it's not necessarily that I'm rooting against you. It's... Mm. 
what do you know and what else do you not know? Let me clarify that. I'm sorry. I'm rooting against you. I don't... Oh, it's it, crazy how you and I are such are good friends. We are besties 99.9% of the time. No, but Can't Match Mike brings out this ugliness. Dude, if, for 23 hours and 55 minutes every day, yes. we're friends. Yeah. But then we're on the podcast. I can say this. There are times, Jenny, yeah. when you're an asshole. No, I know. Listen, <laughs> it's both ways, pal. I get it. And then after it's over, we're like, oh, my God, everything's fine. You want a hug? <laughs> no. No, not even a little bit. Though. Side one-arm hug at best. <laughs> so, Brian, were you able to Google some questions? I was. I have my four questions that I came up with when I was sitting over there. Oh, my gosh. Live preparing. can't match Mike. I'm loving this. And I, the fact I, that you've been drinking. I can't wait to see well, what this so does. Well, so here's the, you know, we obviously can't then challenge anybody else that's sitting nearby because they'll hear They'll hear. The answers. Totally. But... I'm sure we would right, get because some Because Cam Mike is so legitimate, no one ever cheats on that. <laughs> Fair Are enough. you kidding me, Fair dude? <laughs> dude. Yeah, I'm always rooting for the because underdog. everyone I compete against is the underdog because I'm always the favorite. I see. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay, so, I'm eating see. charcuterie, Ooh, but here we go. This. All right, Brian, bring so, it on. question hold, hold one. Hold on. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> question one. Calisthenics is defined as gymnastic exercises to achieve bodily fitness and grace of movement. Spell calisthenics. Oh, Oh, this is so So this brings me back to the very first time that I called in and got in. It was a spelling one, and he was, like, bragging up his spelling, and I whooped him. So. And, and, And I will tell you, we're both, we, we pride ourselves on our spelling. And our grammar. And our grammar. So I'm pretty confident in you right now but he's had some wine but he's had some wine and he I'm has struggling a with food. the <laughs> I'm struggling with the fourth letter C A L obviously but then what's that vowel is it an e is it an i oh my gosh i have to google i don't calisthenics and there's that th in there so no i don't need a sentence or the country of origin or any of that nonsense um oh, i can't wait to see calisthenics Great question, Brian's questions, and I've told you that before. Your questions are awesome. It's a lot of stalling. That's because I'm thinking yeah. and drinking. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's Actually, only a four-hour show. No, it's not. It's a podcast. We <laughs> go as long as the hell I want to. Calisthenics. Okay, I just need to pick one and go with it. Yeah, you do. C A L I S T H E N I C S. Calisthenics. That is correct. Oh, oh that's good. That's good. That's impressive. I think that deserves glass of water. <laughs> All right. Question uh, two is in honor of our current location, Sail Away Wine. Um, what country is the largest producer of wine in the world? Great question. Mm. Great question. Because you wonder if it's just the United States by pure volume. Like, because we're not thinking quality here. We're thinking quantity, right? And so you think maybe it's the U.S. You know, the first country that came to my mind was France. In honor of Brad Paisley's alcohol, you know, Bordeaux, France, like, but the largest producer, mm, I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to say France. That is incorrect. No. Is it the United States? It is not. It is Italy, which is oh. where I've been. And Italian wine, they drink that like it's water. Yes. All right. So that last question, forget about it. Forget about it. Okay. Uh, wrong. Incorrect. Uh, yeah, question, I know, Brian. Whatever. <laughs> question three. What is the nickname of Washburn University located in Topeka, Kansas? So, like, Ooh. for example, K-State is right. the Wildcats. Right, right, yeah, right. yeah. So, 
Washburn no University. And I apologize if any alum are here. I've never even heard of Washburn University. So, I know. I know. I'm a Missouri guy. I don't mess with Kansas. M-I-Z all day. Um, let's say... Um, I'm trying to think like a real common name. Like my best bet here is just go common name. I assume they're probably not the Wildcats because of K State, Tigers. Eh. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Bulldogs. Final answer. That is incorrect. Yeah, so right. you were wrong to go for the common name. This one was kind of an oddball. Okay. They are the Ichabods, named oh. after Ichabod Crane from yeah. Sleepy Hollow yeah. stories. Oh my god! All right, so, so Washburn, kind of a unique one. So Washburn alums, let me say this. That's a terrible mascot name. I'm just gonna like. I'm sorry. That's a terrible mascot name. I don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think even are Washburn they, so people are like. That's not the best mascot. So is, does the crowd go ick? Uh, <laughs> no. So I'm not a Washburn alum. I can't say what they do. But the like the logo is like a guy with like a top hat. Right. So so, okay. so like okay. So I lived in Columbia before I lived here. And there's a high school in Columbia, and if you know, you know, Hickman High School, and they're, 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 their mascot is the Cupies, which is kind of like a Cupid, like a but kind of, but yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's like their mascot's like a baby in a diaper. Yeah, that's it's, Cupid doll. And I'm like, I'm like, what the hell is that's that? That's a weird mascot. It's a weird mascot. I agree. And I think most people who went to Hickman High School in Columbia Missouri would tell you, it's a stupid mascot. Yeah. Like, that I, I feel, I'm sorry, Washburn. I'm sorry if you have all the pride mm. for your Ichabods. That's great. I'm working on a summer bod right now, so you do you. Ick. That's all I can think of. <laughs> all right. All right, Brian. And question four. Well, you're going to hate me for this, yeah. but it's me going Star to my Wars. nerdy roots. Yeah. Star Wars or Pokemon. It's not Star Wars ass. or Pokemon. The original Blue Ranger from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, he's going to know this. Had a dinosaur of what type of dinosaur? Triceratops, fool. Very oh, good. Oh, that is correct. So Billy the Blue Ranger. So two out of four. Man. Not bad. I, for being a little bit intoxicated. <laughs> so hey, are you going to finish your wines, Jenny? You got like three half drink glasses. Can I tell you, I oh, I have a little buzz, and I get very tipsy and emotional. So in any moment, I could start hugging everyone and telling everyone how much I love them. And that would be hysterical. Yeah, I would be here for that. Mm-hmm. Brian, thank you for the question. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm so, so glad do you we came need by. to have somebody try and challenge you? Is the question? That's what? normally how it works. But why, why don't I try to why? answer some questions? <laughs> Oh, I don't have a second set. Oh, do you, you want me to, to, no, want me to come up with a second set of questions? No, well, no, no. But I think I do think that you should come up with true crime questions just to really assess my my court TV knowledge. Okay. Well, I will have to come up with those, and then I'll have to get Mike's email so that I can send them to yes. him so that you don't get, you know. Totally. I don't, there, I, then you can do the stuff that she does to you all the time, Mike. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Stop everything. Well, now, we had this discussion when the microphones were off, but if we want to have this discussion when the microphones are on, that's fine. It is just very interesting to me how the questions you want to choose for Jenny, Brian, are of the topic of which she is obsessed. Right, here's the that'd thing. They'd be asking me, that'd be here's like asking thing. me questions about Psst. hockey or Psst. about... I've never claimed to fairness, know everything. I have asked I've you sports questions it. before. It's fun. But I just like how you're like so excited to ask her questions about a topic she knows. Well, because whereas I, I don't like, think she would do it otherwise. You're like, oh, he won't know the Ichabods. Like, what the everything. hell is that? This like, is why it's can't match Mike. Yeah. It's why it's can't match Mike. That's and right. Can't stump Jenny is not a real thing it's or something like thing. that. I don't because know. I, it's going to be I called Don't Judge Jenny because of how terrible she'll probably do anyway. Oh. No, he's. That's mean. But you're not wrong. When it's can't match mic time, we're mean. That's like what it is, friend. Like we have a, to get out of this. You, okay. There we go. Brian, thank you, man. We thank appreciate you, you for coming out. Yes. And, uh, Brian. Give it for Brian, everybody. Sure.
Oh, Desi or Jaime, you guys want to come up? Who Desi, wants to say Jaime, hi? Jaime, come over here. One of you. If I don't we want to talk to your Jaime, we're going to talk with them. We yeah. don't care. Desi, yeah, we your don't bag even know is really cute. Desi has a cute little white purse with black stars on it. It's very cute. That's darling. So cute. Desi, you are adorable, and we love you because you have served our country. Are you still serving our country? No, I've been out a little over a year. Talk about your military career, because it's pretty impressive. Um, so I grew up in a military family. My parents were active duty Marines, and um, as a way to kind of pay my student loans back, my mom convinced me to join the National Guard, and I spent 13 years as an intelligence analyst. I love Missouri that, National by the way. Guard. That just sounds good. <laughs> sounds fancy. Ugh, the school was hard. Like, I if bet. you missed any test, if you got two tests that you missed anything on, you had to restart. Wow. Ugh. Yeah. And That's it was intense. four months long. So if you, like, a lot of people failed out in map reading. Mm -hmm. So if they failed out in map reading, they had to wait for the next class to start. Mm -hmm. And then start from the very beginning all the way to the end. Oh, my gosh. Well, good for you because you did it. It was fun. But, yeah. I'm so glad I did my So how long did you out. serve in total then? 13 years. 13 years. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's a long time. Well, thank you for your service. We thank appreciate you. it. My We're pleasure. always very grateful for those who serve our country. Um now, you've got Jaime here with you, and I really do think he should come up and talk to us a little bit, too, because I, I, don't, I met want you to. guys at uh, an event out at the Legends a few months ago, and I have no idea. Immediately, we just connected and became best friends. True crime. We did. True crime. We just connected. <laughs> and then he starts in and talking about how he used to do crime scene cleanups. We're I mean, an hour into this episode. You really want to dive into that I right now? No, I don't want to dive into it right now, but what I want to tell you is that we've got to schedule it because I want... All trust me when I tell you there are true crime freaks like me who want to hear all of this stuff. They want the people want it's it. Crazy. Like, it's crazy. Look, he's we told could do me a whole stories. like Jenny. We could do a whole podcast on pro wrestling, but I wouldn't ask you to be a part of that. Is what I'm saying. Oh, I know Jaime it's like, would definitely jump in on that. Right. We, then it okay. could be a combo. We can do a little wrestling, do a little crime scene cleanup. <laughs> It'll just be a potpourri. Hey, it'd be great. Mm. Yeah. Okay. There All right, go. so we'll schedule that. But okay. thank you guys for coming out, truly. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and they literally, Desi and Jaime are literally just, like, you guys comment on all, like, every picture I post to my daughter, you guys always comment yeah, and like, so and I'm sweet. just like, She's so cute. like, you're just She's like, precious. for some reason you like the dumb shit we do, and I just really appreciate you. Because we do that. dumb shit ourselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're all in this together, girl. Watch your Come mouth. on now. Jeez, no, I am an adult. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an adult. <laughs> all right, I think. There we go. I, um. I can't thank our friends at Sail Away Wine yeah. enough for having us out. Thank you, Sail Away Wine. Thank you, Sail Away. Everybody give it up for Sail Away. <laughs> Make some noise if you love wine. <laughs> there we go. That's what I thought. Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews, thanks to everyone who came out. Our first ever live pot Live. No, what did you say? On location. Uh, on location. On yeah. location podcast. Um, if you're a local business owner and you have an awesome business like Sailway Wine, yeah. you want to reach out, Mike at Q104KC.com, Jenny at Q104KC.com, shoot us an email. We'll come do this. We're it just has to be, look, as long as I can be in bed by 8, 830, I'm good. Which is why we didn't talk about true crime tonight. Otherwise, we'd be here till midnight. I don't have the time for it tonight, but next time. Good. Next time. It's all good. All right, Jenny, pass your wine glasses over here and we'll uh, have a good night, okay?